I'm Chloe Potter, and this is Vision Vibes, the podcast that hopes to give you inspiration and tools to live a more satisfying life. This story was originally broadcast on television as part of the interview series Direct Talk. If you enjoy listening, you can head to the NHK World website to watch. You'll find interviews with people from all walks of life. Today's interviewee is an actor, writer and director. Monique Holt is also deaf. Throughout her long career, Monique has worked to change the culture around disability in her industry. For example, she's played roles usually reserved for hearing actors. We're all waking up to the fact that the vast majority of characters on screen, in books and on stage have been representative of only one very narrow, heteronormative, able-bodied, usually white, mostly male person. This is finally beginning to change. The representation of disabled people is trailing behind racial and gender representation, but things are moving in the right direction, and Monique and her work is part of that. The Oscar-winning film Coda broke new ground in 2022 because it stars three deaf actors. It was a box office hit and is held up as an example of what becomes possible when disabled people are not seen as a burden or something to include in order to tick a diversity box, but as individual artists with just as much to contribute as their able-bodied colleagues. I really recommend the film if you've not seen it yet. There's still a long way to go. Depictions of deaf people on screen and on stage are still incredibly rare, and there's a lot more to be understood, as you will hear. Monique uses sign language in the original Direct Talk program, but here you will hear a voice speaking her words. Enjoy listening to her perspective. Here's narrator Hannah Barnes. I'll meet you on the other side. One in four American adults has some kind of disability, making them the largest minority group in the country. Yet in the performing arts, people with disabilities are represented less than any other group. Making an impact to tip that scale, Monique Holt is an actor, director, and writer who has been deaf since birth. By performing many roles conventionally played by hearing actors, she has opened up opportunities for deaf actors and other performers with disabilities. Working in theatre, you're either with a deaf or a hearing theatre company, but hearing theatre companies rarely have roles for deaf actors. So often, when I go to an open call, I find that they won't be looking for deaf actors at all. They're looking for actors in general. But when I show up, the casting team might say something like, oh, I never thought of including a deaf character in this commercial or TV show. That's one of the reasons why I don't say I only fit in this one hole. There are so many different roles that you can fit, and they might change their minds. With the growing vigor of the social justice movement, Disability inclusion is gaining traction. We asked Monique Holt about her work bringing deaf culture into mainstream theater. I don't like the word inclusion 
because it feels like a disabled person is a burden and they are being included out of obligation. Oh, I have to include you because you're different, but you don't speak our language. So fine, we'll bring in an interpreter. And now we're inclusive because we have brought you in and you have an interpreter. But that's not what inclusion is really about. I want to change that by looking through an intersectional lens. Intersectionality has to be part of the process. So it should be that a group of people are saying, I want you and your unique contributions. And then they realize you don't speak English, but also we don't speak sign language. So we're going to bring in an interpreter to benefit both parties so that we can all communicate which means that everybody needs an interpreter, not just you, the deaf person. Interpreters are for everyone in the room. Intersectionality is an analytical framework for understanding how each individual has unique intersecting identities, such as their race, sexual orientation, or disability. Intersectionality is identities that you can't separate. I am not only a woman, I'm an Asian woman, I'm short, I'm all of these things together. When you work all together, you can't separate these different identities. They're all intersecting. Your identity is a holistic part of you. For example, each flower has individual petals. And each petal can represent a person with different backgrounds or identities. It could be a disabled identity. It could be an ethnic identity. It could be a gender identity. And all those individual petals come together to create the flower of society. We create that functioning society and using inclusion, we can bloom together. Holt has explored how dialogue is understood without words being spoken. When she directs a play, she encourages deaf actors to develop what is known as visual gestural communication, which relies on universal gestures, facial expressions, and body language to communicate information. You have to be deaf to understand that there are different nuances that a hearing person cannot necessarily relate to, like visual vernacular. If you ask a hearing person, most of them won't know what it is, or visual gestural communication. These types of expressions are not in their vocabulary. But here, I'm working with a deaf actor to really get those gestures out and using visual body acting to show these tiny nuances because it's all based on body movement technique. This play Holt recently directed is an autobiographical one-woman show written and performed by a deaf actor. To convey the experience of the main character to the general audience, the performance includes a wide range of visual tools. Now he's a deaf child. Growing up, pushed pushed away. Confused, I was praised for being just like you. Being able to speak English doesn't make you an actor. It's the same with a deaf person who uses sign language. Doesn't make them an actor just because they're deaf and they can sign. Can they move? Can they do 
puppetry? Can they mime? Can they sign music? Can they convey emotion? You have to find your own medium. Maybe you can use all of them. Monique Holt was born in Korea and grew up in an orphanage. At age three, she was adopted by a deaf American couple. In her new life in the United States, she loved to watch television. One day, she saw a broadcast of a performance of the ballet, Swan Lake. I was about four at that time. I fell in love with the idea of the movement, the rhythm, the costumes, and I wanted to be a dancer when I grew up. And I told my father that I wanted to do that. And my father said, "But you can't hear the music. You can't do that job." And I accepted that at face value. But when I was alone in my room, I would dance and I would move a lot myself. So I never really gave up that desire to dance. It was always there. After graduating from a high school for deaf students, Holt moved to New York City to take dance classes. Eventually, she decided to study acting and enrolled in the theater program at New York University. She was the only deaf student there. I loved being in that program. I have no regrets. It was the best decision I ever made. Being deaf didn't bother me. I had an interpreter the whole time. My junior year at NYU, I really, really wanted to work with a specific director. He was assigning roles to all the actors. When he came to me, I was the very last person to receive a role, and he told me. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't have a role for you. And I was like, um, oh, okay. But he said, I'm going to give you the opportunity to create a character for yourself, the girl. I was arrogant back then. I thought, oh, okay. And in my mind, I thought that's going to be so easy. As I was developing my character, I realized it was not an easy thing to do. I had to figure out how to be part of the existing story, which was really befuddling. How? Who was a character that I could play with? I started that negotiation without distracting from or losing any of the story. Man, that was really challenging. And after that. I found my character within the story, and I was really proud of that. Then we had a cast party. The director came up to me in private and said, "You're an actor. You have to set up your own deaf theatre company." I didn't want to. I didn't want to be stuck running a company, not just not because I'm deaf. I love the deaf community. I just felt I could do more than just run a company, and I think that's still true. In August 2022, the Lincoln Center in New York City staged an outdoor performance titled "Inside Out," 
Voices from the disability think? community. What do people think? What do people think? What do people think of when they hear the word disability? Handicapped. Lame. Moron. Everyone being corrected to call me handicapped. The performers, who had various disabilities, played themselves and shared their stories. My friends and I, we would diss each other. Like many deaf people, I resist the word disability. Holt was one of seven to appear on stage. When people learn that I cannot hear, they label me disabled. Conversation is a two-way street. If people lack the ability to adapt to my language, then their lack of flexibility makes me disabled. Most Americans don't have to think about disability, but most Americans will have a disability at some time in their lifetime. Paradoxically, I think disability has the potential to shed light on what it is to be human, the courage it takes sometimes, simply to live. There are more of us demanding visibility, more of us refusing to be pegged into one category. Now I hope the next step is for performers with disabilities to write our own stories about us, by us, for For us. Holt says the COVID-19 pandemic was a game changer for advancing disability inclusion. I do think that the pandemic absolutely influenced and helped us all slow down and prioritize taking care of yourself and saying whatever you need to say as a person. I've noticed people saying, oh, I muted myself. And then they realize muting and unmuting, you have power in that. And people are starting to acknowledge, oh, I have the power to spotlight someone. I'm able to include, focus on, and actually think about someone with a disability. Instead of shunning them, I recognize the skills this disabled person has to contribute, and I can bring them on as well. And I think disabled people have become more brave since the pandemic in saying, I can do that. What's stopping you from hiring me? You can do it. And we should continue to explore and not stop. Holt is now turning to her next big project, directing a new musical. Its title is Hear Me. It's a love story between a hearing man and a deaf woman who is also a single mother. The cast consists of hearing and deaf actors, and the show incorporates sign language, gestures, and captions. I'm very excited. It's interesting. When I read the script for this piece, I liked it because the main character is not deaf, but emotionally disabled. And I thought that was a really cool take. In the story, the main character meets a deaf person and he confronts his emotions while dealing with their communication barrier. And that's what real life looks like in a lot of ways. So I think that's really cool. Working in theater for over three decades, Holt has developed allies in both the hearing and deaf communities. She's bringing these forces together to create more shows that represent the true humanity of all people. 
I definitely see change. I think there are already moments of exposure along the way. And perhaps I broke through in a way for some folks to realize that it's possible to do some of the things that I do. Oh, I can hire a deaf actor. I can do this thing. I might have affected that kind of change. I just want to work. Keep creating shows. Keep doing theater. To get people together and keep teaching each other. We asked Monique Holt to share some words that drive her forward in her creative pursuits. She has written a quote from playwright Tom Stoppard Every exit is an entry somewhere else. When I lose an opportunity, I always remind myself that there's another opportunity on the way. As a deaf Asian woman, Monique has had to contend with an intersection of discrimination. But her various identities also give us a rich insight into the change that needs to happen if we truly want social justice. This episode is a reminder of the importance of communication and language. If we don't have the language to describe a problem, then that problem will stay hidden in the dark. It can't be seen. And if a problem can't be seen, then it can't be solved. Name something and you bring it into the light. Name something and you give people the ability to call out injustice. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. You can find the transcript as well as our other stories on the NHK World website. I'm Chloe Potter. Join us next time for more mind expanding insights from inspiring people on Vision Vibes.